Hello everyone and welcome back to the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. It is our three year anniversary today from the day that we first recorded. And do you remember why it was we first recorded? Because we hated Batman v Superman so, so much. much. We're like, and we, we're like, we talked about it a lot, and we were like, why don't we, we just we've got to actually do a podcast on this and 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 talk to the world about how much we hate this damn movie. And then there's been some stuff that's come up since. Not all as bad as Batman v Superman. In fact, a lot of it better, including it, it couldn't get much worse than Batman v Superman. No, you can only unless you were Suicide Squad. It's like. Equal slices to the same shit pie. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, DC. Yeah. But they did deliver us some goodies. Tell me about it. Uh, we'll talk about it. It's going to be our topic of the week. We're going to get into a little later here on our 73rd recording. You're talking, of course, about Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. Oh, we Which is... Said, what if we both turned into a superhero at that very moment? <laughs> wow, what would... I hope I would be as cool as Zachary Levi. But we'll get into all those details. What else are we talking about on our three-year anniversary uh, episode? Well, we want to talk a little we bit about We can only do this every three like... years, by the way. Our three-year anniversary episode? Every three that's, years. That's true. Because next Unless time will be our three-year three anniversary. anniversary of your second year. Oh, yeah. So, so we could do a three-year anniversary every year of the anniversary from three years ago. Yeah. So anyway, yep. we also have, uh, we, 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 we saw Game of Thrones. We, uh, we of, were like, one of the, what is record setting? The they said it was the biggest age pro premiere in their network's history. And so we're pretty... Uh, pretty excited to talk about this yeah we're not going to be talking about this week by week of course there's like millions of podcasts about it already but let's just bookend let's just talk about the premiere and then we'll check back in with the finale what else do we got we also have some news uh in the video game world uh like there's a working ps5 they're not calling it that officially but that's kind of like the internet's Mm -hmm. title for it uh also i want to talk just a little bit because i forgot last time to talk about uh more about uh fallen star wars jedi Fallen Order, order. yeah, if that title is right. And then just some other little hodgepodge stuff we're going to get into, all under this stuff that we love. And before we get into all of it, we're going to let you know who's making this week's episode. And I always say week because we're almost like back on a weekly. Yeah, yeah. we're we're back. So this fake sponsor is coming from out of the country this time. Yeah, I mean, are we making waves or what? I think so. I mean, that's the the beauty about internet podcasts is you don't have a distance. Without boundaries. Boundary, exactly. So somebody in... Jamaica heard our podcast. Reached out. Yeah. Yeah. We're really excited to bring these guys on. Um, you know, advertising on our very big special three year anniversary show was a little tight, but how fitting that we got to go beyond borders. These guys heard about us, wanted mm-hmm. to let you know about their product. So please give a listen to this fake sponsor. Yo, Wagwan, it's your brother, the Jamaican Jamaican. That right. Jamaica has some of the most exotic tastes in all the world. Now, don't you want that tropical taste on your biscuits? What do you mean you never had it? That's because only a real Jamaican can give you the real Jamaican flavors. But not just any Jamaican, no. You need the Jamaican Jamaican to make you the Jamaican jam that can make you jam. Try a new Jamaican Jamaican with bacon flaking, for God's sakin. Made with the real Jamaican bacon flakes. So visit the Jamaican Jamaican shop. It's at the heart of Port-au-Prince, Jamaica. Mmm, how good would that be on a crumpled biscuit? Mmm, I love the Jamaican Jamaicans jam on my biscuits. Yep, and how could you not? Thank you to our fake sponsor. There's more where that came from, I assure you. Keep tuning back. 
We're going to get into our topic of the week right off the bat. I'm really excited to talk about Shazam. But first, Brandon, yes. do you mind if I divert us a little bit? Oh, yeah. This is unlike you to divert. Imagine that. It is the random fandom, as you well know. Uh, better exemplified nowhere else. Here we go. So, topic of the week coming. Let's talk about the tropic of the week. I was just thinking, how many blessings do we have in life that are based around the tropics? So, we're going to nominate four nominees. That's why you nominate them. Uh, Four tropics. I what already are you know. Talking about. Hold on, let me get to it. Okay. I know which one you're going to pick, but uh, if you guys, we're going to put up a poll on our Twitter. We're not, but here are this week's nominees. We have Tropicana, 100% pure squeezed orange juice. Okay. That's nominee number one. Nominee number two, Tropical Skittles. Okay. Including banana berry, key lime, and my personal favorite, pineapple passion fruit. Tropic of Cancer. It's that great line that goes across the world and there's some great vacation destinations <laughs> okay. on it i think sure yeah, i think it goes it's a wonderful line what a world line yeah and then of course there's tropic thunder okay uh, now i know you're going to choose tropic thunder are you asking me to to pick my favorite tropic sure yeah it's tropic thunder okay yeah granted uh listeners what's yours between the other three the tropical skittles tropicana tropicana oranges. yeah mm-hmm. cool now it's our topic of the week no reason. Okay. We want to talk about Shazam. Uh, won't you listen to us do that? So before we get started on our review of Shazam, we have to let everybody know that we are going to go into some very light spoilers. Tipping toe and through like just some pl- little things that you'll only see if you see the movie right there's a lot you can just assume and fill in just from the trailer and the commercials so that's fine we're not going to get into any of that beyond but uh yeah just a mild Uh, yeah i mean alert so uh, the trailer basically tells the story lays it out pretty well i mean down to the name of the character is billy batson he goes and uh gets some superpowers that allow him to turn into a superhero you know, like the comic from a wizard (laughs) that's been around for like 80 years by just simply saying the word shazam right and really, that's, and then, you know, that's, kind of who the bad, I don't even know what the bad guy's name is. I didn't catch his name. I really didn't. So I know anyway, who the actor you is. See, yeah. You see the bad guy and, and then you're like, oh no, this guy's powerful too. So it's a superhero v superhero movie. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that we will make sure we do not spoil, such as the ending or any critical points in the story. But we will be kind of spoiling a little bit of scenes here and there. So if you're really sensitive to it and you're like, you know what? I don't want to know anything. Go ahead and. Fast forward by probably and 20, 25 minutes. Then come back. But please come back after you see it. And, and tell your let friends. me say this. If you haven't seen this movie yet. Go see it. Go see it. Yeah. Let's Spoiler. Kinda, we really liked it. Yeah. From a broad, from a broad, broad We bought a broad. Topic. She's going to be in here in a minute to talk to us about <laughs> yeah. it. From a broad topic, I just, I have to say, I absolutely loved this movie. That's and the right it word is, for it. It, was it just is my so, favorite DC movie I'm gonna that agree. they have made in... I don't even know how long. Would you say even including the Christopher Nolan stuff? No. Okay, but since. Yes. Fair. That's, That's actually a really good. Idea. Yeah. See, I, I still, I, I genuinely was thinking since we saw it last Sunday, did I like this more than, um, I'm going to say Batman Begins is my favorite of the three. I know, what, Dark Knight? But for me personally. Right. Well, it's they're universally, everybody else likes the Dark Knight. And and wrong, I'm, but I marched my That's own fine. beat. Is that the expression? Yeah. Beat of my own drum? Yeah. 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 Every night. Well, your your expression was correct. Yeah. Your opinion is not. But go ahead. Fair. Um, I <laughs> I really do think I've had just the most enjoyable experience with the DC movies as of late, even including the the Batman trilogy, 
with this movie. So wait, you're saying you like this one better than you've liked any of the Batman trilogy, the the, the Christopher Nolan Bat Bat trilogy? Yeah, I think really. Wow. I think because the word is just fun, not that like yeah, it's a know, different movie. You never and leave it's hard a Batman to... movie like oh, it's really fun because it's you know more serious and right. The t- it's the hard tone to compare. Is... No, it is especially but... when you're comparing it to the Dark Knight type movies that are. And Shazam is. Shazam is like one of the most lighthearted yeah. superhero movies that you can find. But the action in the movie kicked ass. It did. The action was great. Um, and it, it didn't need... It, it It was almost like... It wasn't reliant on the action. It yeah. wasn't like a big CGI spot fest. Yes, it like was... Like that one movie we saw three years ago. It was really able to take some almost simple action scenes of superheroes fighting. Yeah. And make it fun, make it entertaining, but also not make it too brutal yeah i'm gonna start big picture yeah when i first saw the trailer for this movie i said to myself okay who wants this movie like who's like oh i can't wait for them to do a Shazam i remember movie. you saying that and i thought it was gonna bomb yeah. and i wasn't trying to be negative i just thought and i was like oh and I, as much as i like zachary levi for his previous work as chuck that's what the majority of people know him from it's the only thing really i really know him from. he was really good in that i don't think anyone's like oh what zachary levi is shazam you know it just wasn't building hype, right. and it's unfortunate because this to me as far as i know i could be wrong but as far as i know this is like the best reviewed dc movie as of late and yet it's doing the poorest box office because he's just not yeah, a big character he's, he's not a previous a generation it's so character. weird you can have you can have a history a really bad history of movies in batman and superman which they have right now yeah people and the justice league people do not like it right now yeah. and for that matter yet, aquaman still wasn't that great either and aquaman wasn't that great it really wasn't yet nobody's really going to see this one despite the fact that the other ones are really bad and they keep on making those justice league and type i wonder movies, if shazam suffers bad. from just a little bit of like diminishing returns like you know, up. Uh, oh, is another it another DC squad, movie? Another DC movie. So it just doesn't get the benefit know. of the doubt. Like, and like, see, Suicide it's Squad like a, wasn't all that popular. How no. come that one did so well? Because there's the curiosity factor, and they sexed it up with Harley Quinn, and you know she's such a like an, an in thing right now for right. the youth. But it's almost like, say, you're the fourth brother in a line, and your three other brothers have come through the same class, and they were bitches and assholes, and it's like, so you get the so the teachers get, are mean to you now. Yeah, like because they <laughs> yeah. already know, like, oh, it's a jewel. So never right. mind. Exactly. Um, get, by the way, don't vape. Um, <laughs> that is that is really. We really want to make sure that wasn't you're not it vaping. weird that that was the uh, that was the moral that was of the, the entire from the movie, story yeah. of Shazam was it was a big metaphor now for kids, vaping. Don't vape, otherwise <laughs> you'll become a supervillain. I we had said this. I think we really haven't had much of a chance to dissect this since we saw it last week, and so this is fresh. But I think we'll both agree this is a movie you could see with your dude, with your bro, you and I. Yeah, in I mean, our we're 30s. thirty something. Yeah, and, and then yet my daughter. Also came with us because she wanted to see it. I didn't drag her. She said to me, I want to see it. And I, I thought, you know yeah. what? I might want to screen this first. And I talked to a friend who had already seen it. He's like, there's a few rough parts that might be a little scary for kids. And yeah, I saw exactly what he was talking about. But other than that, it was fun. It was It, it was, was just, a good for all, almost all ages. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like kind of an under five, it, it might be a little bit too much. I didn't stop some people in the screen. Oh, yeah. We had it. it's just a inevitable. lot of kids. To my surprise, the numerous kids that were annoying and loud and bumping into the back of my seat. It didn't annoy me as much as I expected. And I think movie, it was because this movie was lighthearted. Like, and it like almost like was it was cute. Better and able it, to focus on that. Now if you had had that same movie experience during like one of the shittier DC or films. Or during like Marvel and you know or Marvel Endgame. You know what I mean. Uh Avengers Endgame. Right. Or any other good high. Marvel movie, for example, yeah. I would have been kind of irritated yeah. because it's a different type of movie. But my mood while watching this, and this is a key takeaway, my mood while watching this never went down. It was always, I was just happy. And um, even, even like, 
there obviously there are like some heartwarming kind of maybe sad parts in this that you but you kind of felt that too but i noticed myself for so much of this smiling just yeah. continuously just it was smile smiling. inducing this movie and it was because it was funny yep it was heartwarming mm-hmm. there were really good strong connections being made by a bunch of orphans which is like i mean just it's like a copy paste yeah from for for any cute you know kids movie but it totally worked here it did and at the heart of it i, I mean you and i are are nerds we've been nerds all our life yeah there's not a nerd alive who hasn't wished he can just become a superhero straight up by by saying a single word. And so this movie gave us every kid's dream. Yeah. And it gave it to us in a way that didn't abuse it. It didn't make us pissed off that they screwed it up. I mean, it was it was exactly what we pretty, wanted. Pretty hard story to mess up. Um, but then again, but then they, again they've done that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't put it past them. I thought just the leads were great. The two yeah. versions of Billy Batson, both as uh, done by Zachary Le- uh, Le- Le- Levi or Levy. What is I he? Think it's Levy. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so I said it wrong either way. Um, and then the uh, the actual true to life, true age version of Billy Batson. Mm-hmm. Um, I recognize that kid from something. Uh, my daughter said he's been on Disney Channel, so makes sense. Um, they were just so charming, and yeah, just what a good cast. He, like, the entire cast was really yeah, good. Exactly, as no better place I um, exemplified by at the top. But even like the the orphan parent, the foster parents, and I recognize that guy from Game of Thrones. Or Game of Thrones, I like Game of Thrones. Uh, the orphan, the foster dad was from um, Walking Dead, for instance. And was he? Yeah. Since we pretty much stopped watching it, though. Gibra- the Gibraltar guy. <laughs> he was kind of apex. <laughs> he looks legend. like he looks like. Yeah, he's a. Uh, when G- I first saw him, I was like, "Hey, it's Gibraltar." Uh, he's uh, Jerry from Walking Dead, kind of a. I don't even. Yeah, we stopped watching by even, the time. Yeah, they I honestly him really. don't even. R- That's remember an aside, that but yeah, it just all the brothers and sisters, even you know the Shazam wizard himself, the the true Shazam, Jaime yeah. Hansu. It's like his third comic book movie. Yeah. Cinnamon. He was yeah. in Guardians of the Galaxy One. Yep. He was in Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and now he's in, so he's just waiting to see which movie he's going to pop in next. Yeah, he, that was that was he kind rules. of a neat little cameo that I didn't expect. Yeah, it was cool. Just. What a great movie. And it was long. It's not it wasn't a short movie. It was, it was over two hours. And it didn't, but it didn't feel, feel like it. Ah, yep, that's a exactly. quality sign. So I'm just I'm really thrilled with this movie. Um I can't wait for a sequel because there was a certain character, an arch rival of his that I was waiting for a reveal, and they never really no made no. allusion to him. Illusion, get it? Magic. Uh-huh. Um so that t- clearly says to me that that's the direction without s- stating it. Like at the end of Venom had they're like, it's gonna be carnage yeah you know? they just slap like you over really, the face yeah with it. this one by omission it so almost tells you so is it a spoiler to talk about what so. they didn't say no okay. I, I don't think so let's say so no it's, mention it's of black. been rumored that black adam was going to be played by dwayne yeah. johnson yeah for years now oh yeah it's been connected for a long time and yet they didn't throw like the the knockout punch right out the gate you know like sometimes when they're starting a franchise potentially they get the best most notorious villain attached to that character this one it was more of like they a didn't soft need, they didn't need to because it's more focused on him and his this was his family yeah and 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 the villain was dr savannah who i personally i don't know anything about yeah so, uh, I mean, it, it was mark strong i recognize him from stuff i like him he's good he um, was good in this the only thing that was not subtle about him did you notice they tried to get you notice his eye maybe just a few times throughout yeah. the movie they're like by the way he's bad because of his eye yeah but his eye was a a central part of what made him yes evil 
Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like this that's isn't true. really a spoiler, but if you see the commercials, they do show his eye, right? And mm-hmm. he's got this blue thing in his eye with a scar. In that little blue orb that's in his head, that's where the seven deadly sins right, which reside, are like the, and they can the come out for evil. in these gargoyle-looking creatures. Yeah, if you follow the Shazam, Shazam mythology, that is coherent with the uh, mm-hmm. you know the the comics. In, you know, the comics are from like our forties. Yeah, I was saying like our grandparents' like generation. 40s, yeah, yeah. Um, the way the the seven sins manifested themselves, and they each had like a little different personality quirk for as much as you got to know them, and they all had distinct looks, but all like looking like they just flew off a, an old gothic building. They also mm-hmm. reminded me of the um, the gargoyleish guardian dogs from the original Ghostbusters, if you recall. If anyone's old okay. enough to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see that. And they were they were they were cool. designed well. They yeah. were actually, to my surprise, creepier and scarier than I expected. Than the tone that had the movie had set. Yes, yes, I agree. So, so it did come out a little bit of left field when that, especially yeah, that when one they particular first scene started coming out as as kind of revealing those villains. I was thinking to myself, there's a lot of young kids here that might see that and yeah. could literally get nightmares from Quite the, often, yeah. just the look of it. And they killed like those, and I don't mean that in like, oh, dude, they killed it. I mean like, <laughs> no, no they killed people. Yeah, and it wasn't really subtle about it. It wasn't no, brutal. It wasn't, it wasn't it R-rated, show but that the, certainly yes. was why it was PG-13, other than a few little swear words here and there, and just some, you know, gen- general comic violence. But yeah. Uh, at least it was fleeting, you know, and um, and I don't think it took away. You know what? It, what it it, I away, think it, right. what I think what it did is it made it so that the thirty somethings like us mm-hmm. still had a little bit of something to make it feel like, even though it's a kids movie at heart, and even though it stars a bunch of kids, yeah, and even though the the idea of it that 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 theme of uh, a kid being able to turn into a superhero is is kind of reaching into that kid and all of us. But Mm -hmm. really, they were able to bring the 30-somethings or whatever, the adults, and and say, hey, you know what? Here's Here's a little bit of of something for you on your level without dipping too far gruesome. Yeah. Um, So I I didn't mind that at all, personally. So this movie is very central to, or central to this movie is a lot of the different dynamics and relationships, um, mostly at the core of which is Billy Batson. But I really liked, and of course, you're, you know, the most focus is on the relationship between him and his adopted brother, uh, Freddie Freeman, uh, another alliterative mm-hmm. name. And I thought that kid was hilarious. He was good. He was so good. And just like, and then how we interacted with him as adult Shazam or yeah. superhero Shazam. And I just love when at the end, when he like says something to the bad guy and then the, he looks back at his friend, brother, Freddie Freeman, and he's like, what is that? He's like, I'm trying. Just like the facial expressions and the way they interact with each other. It was good. It just reminded me of really like good. me and my brothers when we were younger and stuff like that. Right. And and they're almost like making fun of them. Like the Freddie character kept on creating these superhero names that were almost embarrassing yeah. for Shazam, right? Because they didn't they never really named him Shazam at that point. No, they and only he, discover it by the time he Yeah. Know. I mean he says it all the time. They don't call him that. Like, right. they've never landed on, you know what? Let's call you Shazam. Yeah. And so it's kind of a funny part where throughout this movie, Freddy is giving him these different nicknames. And like, Captain Sparklefingers. And he's, no, no, that's not my name. That's not my name. And like, I love that dynamic because that is something that my brother and I would totally do to sure. each other. Yeah. Is I would say something like that and he would say something like that just to embarrass each other. Well, then you must have really liked the shower scene. Oh, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. No shower scene. Um, and of course, if you just from the previews the, that's months ago, you could uh, ascertain that this movie, 
had like an element of big to it. Oh, and they made fun of that. And that was hilarious. Oh, I was waiting is that for a that. Spoiler. Sorry. Okay. Uh, mild no, no. spoiler. Yeah, they kind of. We're kinda, not saying how or when, but you know, it, sure. It, it they touched on the it. Fact. And they that, acknowledged on it. I legitimately chuckled at that moment, I and did too. that was hilarious. Just a good movie. <laughs> and I like how they wrapped it into the overall DC universe. Right mm-hmm. in this, they talk about Batman and Superman. Oh, the and the, the one meta time where factor. he's being chased by the villain. That was hilarious. And he hasn't figured out his powers yet, so he literally grabs it. <laughs> he's just a throwing three foot. Batman doll, and he's like, "Get him, Batman!" He just throws it at him. It's like, "You're a superhero." Like that is so hilarious. Yeah, he's running. And but and I have to give Zachary Levy props for two reasons. One, the guy got yoked. Yeah, like he bulked up for this role. He surely did. And it, he looks, he's basically like perfect for that role in the look of it. He's also completely perfect for the role in that personality. He plays a kid. It's yeah, he's a big kid. It's. I mean, I think it's done really, really well. And that you didn't feel like there was this huge difference between Billy Batson's personality and Shazam's personality. No. You can tell they were the same character. Yeah, they're, yeah. And yeah. that's good acting on both actors' parts. Yeah, and the rest of the kids, because this was a very kid-heavy cast, they all were good. All, all great. All Even good. like that, the kind of silent... Uh, latino kid who yeah. just yeah it was he, still... but like when he talked it was funny and then i really liked um the ending and well you'll see it but the way there's a togetherness with them at yeah. the end yeah no spoilers cool. but it did have that nice um coming together to save the day sure feeling and that and was that I was really well done. i thought that was done very very well it could have been cheesy too but it they it didn't, wasn't it well and they kind of made it cheesy but, but pur- purposely so and like yes. in, in a good way not cheesy like when you're like really yeah, yeah yeah there was never a time where i said really so overall i mean if if you didn't get it by now we enjoyed this movie a yeah. lot how could i and give it anything but an a seen it, yeah if you haven't seen it go see it i would totally agree this is i'll, I'll probably end up seeing it again i might this might be something i might purchase digitally or just rent digitally yeah. just to when well, i want i want my girlfriend to see it she doesn't generally see comic book movies like this but i think this is one that she'll enjoy just because of the genuine fun and and kind of almost love that you can feel in this movie and it set such a good tone right from the beginning i thought that opening scene was really strong and i thought oh we're gonna learn right away how billy batson discovers shazam but no it was like a little like redirect and i thought that was just just what a flow it had to it Mm -hmm. good good movie all right i like it i like we can talk about something you know we're going to talk about stuff, content, regardless, but when I know that I'm looking forward to talking about something more, like on the positive side of things, mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't wait to tear this movie down, or I can't wait to build this up, it's just a little more like... It's it's easier. more fun. It's easier. Funner, yeah. yeah, I mean, despite my, my, my co-host, it's like... Yeah, it's working. You you don't have to feel like you're carrying this conversation. No, the whole time. I got yeah. because you you enjoy it. Oh. You enjoy carrying. It. You're still carrying it. Let's be honest. Well, yeah. Look at these shoulders. So what else we got to talk about? We Other got movies more stuff that with movies. aren't really movies. So let's. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> well, the they're the previews to the movies. You could call them trailers. So play the little music cue, and then we'll talk about trailers. Okay. Now. Yeah. Okay. can't believe we didn't talk about it last time because they came time, out by by the time we recorded last time no yeah and, it just we and skipped we just it. had but, too much to talk about so just real quick movie discussion a couple minutes a piece starting with the joker teaser we're talking teaser talk 
Teaser talk. Ooh, teaser I talk. like teaser talk. Yeah. Do we need to create another sweep for teaser talk? We might have to. Let's see how this goes. Let's see if we get a lot of hits on this. Teaser talk, uh, starting first with the Joker. What do yeah. you think? I'm not sure. Like, yes, that's, I that's don't fair. Know. Um, I was never excited about this Joker movie, and I was never excited about the thought of like who's playing him, the, yeah. the leaked photos that they had. I had a lot None of... None of it really... I mean, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor, but... Is he the Joker? Is he the Joker, right? Is, is he going to be a good Joker? I don't know. And that's the thing. We are so used to the Joker being one way. Well, I... I and... No, no, no. Well, uh, but let, hold, let me finish. Cinematically? We're so used to... Cinematically. And, yes, yeah, cinematically and kind of just in the comics, the Joker being this one way. And this is something completely different. It's so much more real. It's so much more of a humanistic story i mean it's an origin story to a character that we barely ever notice you only know him as the joker in most times by the time we see him on screen he is already the joker or there's a quick little 10 minute expose about how he got to be that's kind of the mystery of the joker is that you don't know so we're gonna meet maybe they'll even say his name i don't know the joker's real name bruce wayne is batman no they do i don't i don't know i mean he has a i can't remember i don't remember what it is but yeah they he has a name in in the movie it's not the joker like people call him a name yeah, put in. He's, it's put in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it looks like it's older. I would say like maybe six, 70s. I, I was getting 60s vibes, but yeah, it's older okay. regardless. Um, it's Joaquin Phoenix. And it almost looks like if you were to blend like a dark DC noir and Silence of the Lambs, you're going to get maybe somewhere in between this movie. That's weird. It, it, okay. has, it has that like total psychological element to it. And it shows him just in the teaser trailer, like, how life slowly breaks him apart and breaks him down into something he warmingly embraces. And like, there's that scene where he's just getting kicked and he's like right. laughing. Well, so, I mean, that's the kind of the problem with the trailer is you get, you get his origin in the trailer. So who knows what we're not how seeing much more is after he becomes the upon. Joker. Yeah. Right from the movie. If like, if, if in the movie, the first half is him becoming the Joker and the latter half is him as the Joker or the clown Prince is of the entire movie him becoming the Joker and at the and like very the, end he end is scene, the Joker. He, you see him like painting his face and like smiling or something like that. Yeah, or pulling out like a card or, you know, ha- whatever. Yeah. but Can it, this movie ha- not have Batman and be good? Yeah, it totally it, can. It should. Okay, good. It totally I just can. Well, sure. I, yeah, well, so... Like even mention of him. But the point I was going to make real quick is just about the story as a whole. It feels like it's a small-time, almost independent film. Yeah. It does not, which is fine. It does not have big comic does not, vibes to it. It no. does not have the big comic vibes. And so it's just hard for me to get in the mindset of like, is this okay for a comic book movie to do this? And it won't I think be it an is. exciting movie per se. Right. It I will think be good, it is. maybe. I think it's a good approach, but I don't know if I'm going to like it as much because, Fair. I mean, it's, how do you compete with something like Endgame or even Shazam, right? Shazam wasn't a huge budget, but like, it was still big and it had action. And I don't know if this is going to have that or if it's going to really just focus on that story piece, like somebody's descent into madness because the world just keeps kicking him while he's down. I I don't know. Yeah. And it alludes to uh, his troubled upbringing, Mm -hmm. just even in the trailer. The one thing I saw in the trailer, this, this tease as it was, I was so excited for, they show him on a stage with a mic that alludes to the killing joke story. Right. Where he really like is known to break, you know? right? Where he de- well, in and in the Killing Joke, he does a a, a bad stand up routine or something. Uh, no, no, no. Well, he does a 
he does something with some criminals because he just can't get a break as a comedian. Right. And he just really wants to provide for his wife. And and so I'm not sure if that whole story is in this or if they're just taking their own liberties. But in the trailer, a couple that, of things we see is, one, there is a woman that it looks like he's like having dinner with or lunch over. or something. Yeah. And so I'm not sure if that's a love interest, if that's his wife, or if it's somebody who's he's interested in. And then on the other side of it, you'd mentioned Batman. He is pinching the cheeks or something like that of a kid Maybe through, through a gate. And I think that's Bruce. I'm okay with that if that's because, the, the yeah, extent of it. I'm okay too. I'm okay with them just kind of teasing it in there to show that this is still that world and that there is some sort of connection. How much weight do you figure he lost to play this character? He lost a lot. He looks frail. There's that one uh, image of him where they show his back. Yeah. And, and you, it's just bony. Yeah. It reminds me almost like when uh, Christian Bale did that Machinist yeah, movie. Yeah. Which was like almost sickly underweight. But who knows? Uh, October. We'll find out more. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely see it. Yeah, for sure. I can't say I'm excited about it. No, it's not like I can't wait, you know. But the movie that did get teased that uh, since we last recorded that's got pretty much everyone who likes Star Wars talking, The Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) Imagine that. Yes, that was a weird way of getting about it, but thank you. So let's talk about the trailer, and then I want to talk about the title. Okay, so there is no better example that I can think of when you hear the word tease than that last three seconds. They the teased, laugh? yes. Oh, well, so, you mean the shot of the the Death Star, the, the Death Star Two, yes, broken down. Yeah, that and it's this portion of the Death Star. That's he, what it is. Everyone, right he's pointing at his tattoo. Yeah, sorry, I'm <laughs> this really. This is excited. a podcast. They can't. Oh, here, let me put my mic. Tattoo. Okay. Oh, um, Tatooine too. Yeah. Oh, I should get a Tatooine tattoo. God oh. damn it, I missed them. Totally dropped the ball. Yeah, you still got skin. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> uh, anyways, you guys, I. I'm excited for this. What does it mean? What does any of it mean? It was such a good the Palpatine tease. laugh at the end. Yes, like from that. then what's going on with Ray out in that planet? How they? I've read for whatever that's worth that this maybe takes place about a year after the events of Last Jedi. Is Luke really dead? Okay. Maybe that. I'm so well. Here's the thing. Yeah, here is the thing. Okay, give him the thing. Okay, the, here's the thing. Is we've seen time and time and again. What if the guy that came they're and dead, but yeah. their spirit is still around? Yes, and but so he can totally be there. He can still be in the movie, but just not alive. But like Yoda if, came as a Force ghost and set the tree on fire. So it's like that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. he can do whatever is he, he wants. more powerful? Not physically having boots on the ground anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, strike me down. I'll become more powerful than you'll ever know. Um, or could ever imagine. I probably botched it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Good try. Thanks. Ah. I want so, to... And what? where did that scene come from, which they just show in the teaser, where Carrie Fisher is hugging Ray? I mm-hmm. think they... I read, again, that that was actually stock footage from episode seven. Okay. Because she was, you know, already right. passed away by right, the time right, they right. started filming this movie. How is that going to play out? But that's... That doesn't... Well, and that predates c- consider this. this, too. Maybe that scene is not in the movie. Maybe oh yeah that's they true. do this they quite often make a habit of very it. often they'll they'll put things in a trailer that do not end up in the movie yeah. just because they they want it's almost like to purposely trick and to make sure that nothing is spoiled in the actual movie yeah so but, is Palpatine maybe Snoke was Palpatine in just a different body there's so, so they many have theories showed, they have showed that that Palpatine can control people with the Force yes so maybe and is it really him or is it just his spirit as strong as Yoda. Still alive in the force, but on the dark side of things. Is he physically still? Did he survive that? Are we going to just get a ghost on ghost battle? Hell yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) 
And what? It, and this, um, I forget who it was. It wasn't Bob Iger. Maybe Disney Grievous CEO, comes but, back. Oh, and... God. No, thanks. <laughs> it wasn't Bob Iger, uh, the CEO of Disney, but it was someone else who was like heading up, like who was like the, the corporate face of the Star Wars branch of Disney, okay. said, we're giving the Star Wars franchise a rest for a while after this. Episode 9 will be the last really? for a while. Yeah. I mean, the series is, the Mandalorian is going to go on, which will Well, we'll that, see, that's nice. That yeah. I, I so like that's that they're like, like, you know what? We're going to take a break keep it afloat. from the movies, yeah. but you're going to get all these great series on Disney Plus. Like, which is which great. is I'm which fine is fine. But that. and I'm also happy that they're gonna rest the, the franchise cinematically because when we get solo coming out and I uh, don't get me wrong, I didn't like um I didn't hate um Rogue One, but when you get these Star Wars stories and they're offset every other year, it makes it just feel less special. That's nothing yeah I get that. um new. But yeah, so I'm glad so how's this gonna wrap up? Is it gonna wrap up I, I have there no are idea. so many loose ends to tie down well, almost I, like I, I guarantee that whatever they do to wrap it up is not going to be the end of this whole dark versus light thing. No, certainly like, not. I mean, but it'll be these heroes and villains. Yeah, which story. after three movies, I think it's that perfect time. Because, I mean, everything in Star Wars comes in threes. It, it does. The good stuff, right? Yeah, anyways. It's like you, you, you always, through three movies, will follow like some main key heroes. And of course there might be some crossover, but like that's their story. And so I would be very happy with three years from now, maybe four years from now, we get another start of a trilogy with some new characters. And if, if there's crossover, right. If like Ray is, you know, maybe this story takes place 50 years later and Ray is now older. And I mean, that'd be fine. I'd be Totally. totally happy with that. Now, can we talk about the title? Yes. It is almost as much a mystery as The Laugh. Yeah. It is. So Rise of Skywalker, whereas Skywalker has died. So what does that mean? Now, I, we've talked about this. The, the most obvious but, thought, the easiest thought, and hopefully the most wrong thought is... Well, that Ray is a Skywalker, actually. Yes. Even so that's, though... That's, well, oh, you're thinking the Ben Solo thing is a Skywalker? Because he's, he's a Skywalker as much as he is a Solo. Sure. It's just that he took his, his father's so, last so, name. So here's the two, two, here's two of the th- theories, and I'm going to say my third one, which is what I'm really hoping it is. Okay. And you and I have talked about this, so... Yeah. You know, but this is for the podcast audience now. So there's, is Rey a Skywalker? And we thought that she was adopted and she was nothing special. And Her parents were filthy junk part. traders. It was a huge part, like a huge message in some of the past movies, is that, hey, anyone Doesn't matter whose nutsack you squirted out of, as my tattoo artist said, we were discussing it. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's like, it doesn't matter whose nutsack you squirted out of. That was the one takeaway he really liked from Last Jedi. Right, yeah. and I so I really don't think that they're going to screw that up. No, even though that wasn't J.J. Abrams' vision, probably. That was the Ryan Johnson but thing, it was but he a, can honor... But people liked it. That was one... Th- yeah, because you didn't get the payoff of like, oh, yeah, you actually are Luke's kid. Yeah, Everything's like, fine. It, there doesn't have to be a royal bloodline. No, the force you know? The force reaches out to people. Yes. You don't have to be from a, a bloodline. That was the perfect word for and it. And so, so there's that theory, which I don't think it is. There's the theory that Ben Solo is the Skywalker, because he's, Always yes, he's was meant Skywalker, to be. Yeah. And he's going to rise up and maybe... Well, it could be rise up in a bad way, or it could be rise up in a good way. We don't know. Yeah. Notice the lettering is in blue. Okay. Yeah, that's something. I didn't think about that. Yeah, they're always intentional with the coloring, the lettering, which generally even. means good. Typically. Um, unless you're, and then purple means Mace Windu. You're Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's the only one who got purple. Uh, he's awesome. And so here's my thought. Please. And this is, you know, I I, I don't know it's if this you is think like a prevailing and what you would like theory. to believe. Yeah, I don't know if this is a theory that's floating around. These I'm sure are exclusive it is somewhere. takes here at but Random But this is Fandom. something that, like, immediately when I started thinking, what does this mean? This is what I thought of. 
Okay. So what if the word Skywalker is a title? So meaning in episode four, it was called the new hope because Luke Skywalker became literally the new hope of the galaxy to defeat the evil that was taking over. Yeah. And he bring balance to the force. He brought balance to the force. And so now Luke is gone. Luke has been gone. And that allowed the new order, new order. Yeah. Yeah. The new order to rise up in place because there was this absence of the yin to the yang, right? There was the absence of good. First order. Just, but first order. Sorry. Okay, I knew I was wrong. Thank you. Sorry. New order was the uh, Blue Monday. How <laughs> does it feel? I always get the that I, should be. I always get Blue Monday every time they come on screen. It should play do, 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 do. <laughs> Anyways, it's very futuristic sounding. It is right. Um, Retro futurism super in right now. What if like she becomes the new hope again, mm-hmm. the new new hope, <laughs> and so people start being saying, "Oh, look, she's the new. She's the new Skywalker." I like that. So Skywalker is no the, longer a family name. It's, it's it's a title. Like V for Vendetta, he's like, "I'm just an idea." Like Skywalker can yeah. be an idea. And yeah, a, and, and so I'm, and I don't I like know. That. I just I think that if they were to make the movie about her becoming the the new, I, I keep on saying the new hope, but really that's the only way a new I hope. can describe yeah, it. I feel you. She, but she, she is becomes a new hope. The, a new hope. She, yeah, she becomes the new Skywalker. I'm fine with that too. So that's my theory. I I almost feel like, you know, I can't be a revisionist when it comes to history, and you can't take things back. But I almost feel like if J.J. Abrams was one of the writers and directed Episode Seven, and now he's the writer and director for Episode Nine, it almost almost feels like a missed opportunity just for continuity's sake to have him not. Yeah, had why done would episode. he not do eight? Yeah, and I don't know the reason why. If he said no, I'm going to let someone else do it, or he's a, if I he mean, maybe he's a busy to, guy. Was, was yeah, he doing something else? Conflict. I don't know. I don't know. You know, um, although no better money is going to be offered at you from that. But who That's knows? That's true. But he's an artist. You know, money's not everything. Uh, I know him personally, so I can speak. Yeah, to that. yeah, he and told you. Yeah, he yeah he's on the podcast next week. Can't wait. And, <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, anyways, probably gone on too long about this. December twentieth. Another year of Star Wars right around my birthday. I'm December 17th. I can't wait to assemble our Avengers. Our Avengers to go to Star, Star Wars. Star Wars Avengers. <laughs> yeah. I am number one fan of Star Wars as far as I know, and I'm really looking forward to it. And just, yeah. Yeah. So I'm Star Wars. I'm, I, I mean, seeing this trailer got me going like, all right, I, this is good again. Yeah. Like then, I, I, every single time, I'm like, yes, And I, I was want so wrong. This. The last time we recorded, not that long ago, I said, I bet you May 4th they'll release it. And yeah. And, and then, it was no, it that. was like the next day after we recorded. And I guess it was part of that Star Wars convention thing happening in Chicago. They brought Ian McDermott, the uh, senator, the emperor, Palpatine, out. So he said he's in the movie, but... Was just a voice, but we don't know. It could be a spirit. Uh, Who good knows? tease, good so, tease. You got. You know, us. this is a good time. We're okay. We're done talking about movies. We might as well let's continue with Star Wars and then start talking about Star like Wars on the television side. I like where you're headed. Damn, I'm just realizing this could be a Star Wars heavy uh, episode, and that's great. Uh, let's uh, make nothing this, wrong with that. Nope. Let's make this quick. Star Wars, The Mandalorian, also news came out of that same Chicago convention. They had a panel and everything. I was sifting through uh, some of the details, watched some of the videos. Here's what we know. What's already been known is already out there, but Pedro Pascal, you know him as Oberyn Martell, and he's um, the guy from Narcos. I can't remember his character's name. He is the lead. I don't know mm-hmm. if he is the Mandalorian or the Mandalorian's like the, the group that he belongs to or the Mandalorian's a ship. I don't know, but I think he is okay. the Mandalorian. Okay. For all intents and purposes. Carl Weathers is part of the cast. I know, I saw that. He rules. Yeah. When's the last time you saw him, honestly? 
for me it was arrested, arrested development. development i know right <laughs> yeah when it was still good oh and um it does they've also can you imagine him wait real quick can you imagine him hanging out on the couch not doing a damn thing and then, and like, then he john gets favreau a call calls or from his fr- like i you know agent. john favreau that would be even cooler if john favreau was like Hey man, I loved you in Reading Rainbow. You <laughs> that wasn't he wasn't in Reading Rainbow. That was that's my joke. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> that's even funnier. Good job, dude. Uh, anyway, okay. He kind of looks know, like Lamar Burton now. They they could pass as like you know siblings, right? They're both old. <laughs> but Carl okay, Weathers was super I, jacked in his day. You got to give him. He, that. Oh, he absolutely yeah. was. Now yeah. not so much. No. But anyway, just imagine him getting that call. Me like, wait, you want me to be in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit what my part is. Yeah. I'm there. I'll be a droid. I don't <laughs> yeah. care. <laughs> what if they're like, we need you to play C-3PO? He's like, weird, but cool. Yeah, yeah I'm down. I'll do I'm it. Down. I'm down. Um, and it takes place, they have confirmed, uh, sometime after Return of the Jedi, as far as the Star Wars timeline, after the Empire has fallen, before the rise of the uh, the new slash First Order. Um, <laughs> and they start making hits. And it is, a f- just aside from the story, here on Earth, it is streaming on the new Disney Plus service, which isn't live Even yet. Even out is it? yet? Yeah, not that. I, well, starts, I'm sure it's going to. Uh, you know, day one. Are they going to launch with the show? I wonder. I'm assuming this seems like the biggest oh, no-brainer. Yeah, uh, November twelfth. I mean, it's, like, it's like launching a console. Yeah, you know, launch your console with something that you know everybody's been waiting for. Yeah. From what I understand, like a lot of like shows on like CBS All Access and some of these other just standalone platforms. They're not going to just have it all like a Netflix style. Like here's like they're going to uh, streamline it like a Hulu and some of these other shows. Yeah. So like week by week. Can't wait. Um, the more I've been doing a little bit of research about Disney Plus and some of the the teased, promised, whatever the right words are, titles and properties that are coming, I might check it out. If it's like oh, I'm absolutely. If it's like in the ten dollar neighborhood, I'll put some. I'll well, put some and it might down be more that. than that, but well, share your account with a friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean. I- Dude, if if there's one company that deserves to make their own streaming service, it's yeah. Disney. Yeah. They've it's, got all the properties that people want. So from what I, I've discerned, uh, Pedro Pascal's character is one of the leftover clones from that um, Django yeah. Fett mold. Mm-hmm. And it's about, he's a lone gunslinger, a la painted in the Star Wars universe. And I'm excited to see it. Um, this is not something that was confirmed, but I'm going to speculate. Okay. Hopefully, this also follows some pig guards from Jabba's Palace, because those guys are all-stars. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen them in a while. No, you haven't. And I would like to see what they've been up to. That'd be kind of neat. Those That'd be neat if they just bring some of that stuff back Oh, you know they're going to create some great new characters, but they're also going to just hint. Like I like when Rogue One... Rogue One? Yeah. Did mm-hmm. that. Like the guys from the canteen. Canteen. Yeah. yeah cantina. Whatever. Right. Right. The dude with the pig snout. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. They showed him for a second. Yeah. It's just like these minor characters that are just ingrained into the lore, even though they... We're only on screen for like two minutes. Yeah. Just little things like that. I can't wait. Um, we'll see how it goes. But that's pretty cool. So it was yeah. good to get news about the Mandalorian. So let's move on to Game of Thrones. Oh, that I was know another part of... Yeah. Uh, no problem moving on to Game of Thrones. Yeah, it wasn't a lot to spoil um, based on this season premiere, other than the reveal yeah. that we've already known based on other seasons, but just how then the characters came to get the news. All, all this is, is is a reunion. It was. It was so a big reminder. so many characters. And... Reunion, not only a reunion of people who have been gone for several seasons or uh, separated for several seasons. Oh yeah, haven't seen each other in years. It also is an introduction from one character to another. Right, like Samwell meeting Daenerys. Yeah, characters that had always been kept away, but they have the, their best buddy in the middle. Right, you know. Right. Oh boy, and, that I, and scene, it was kind of oh, uh, when ahead. he meets Daenerys and he learns the news. Yeah, and then how he delivers news to John. 
that guy, give him the freaking Emmy for best supporting actor right now. He was like, that was powerful was. acting. Yeah. He, he, John Bradley, guy, that guy's name. I've heard him in a few podcasts. Okay. He seems like a really cool dude. Yeah, he he's very good at his particular Oh, he, he is Samuel Tarley and to the And he never had degree. to kind of show emotion like that before. No, because he's always just been like, And it was kind of like, weird. Oh, it was like weird emotion. He was like, like the office the way dork, he did it. you know, but, yeah. like, but he it got worked. like serious and it was like touching. And mm-hmm. yeah, that whole scene was great. Um, yeah, and I, I like how there's two really distinct scenes for me that stick out that are paying clear attention to the very first season. You remember the very first episode of the first season when uh, Robert Brathian marches into um, Winterfell, right? Because mm-hmm. he wants to go ask um, Ned to be his hand. And then it shows Arya, like, you know, like in the tree looking and she's all like curious. And then uh-huh. they show that same scene when the Unsullied are marching into right. Winterfell. And but now it, she's watching and a now younger she's, like, kid. She looks like her go dad climb almost. And, yeah, that, yeah. You caught that, right? No, I did. Loved it. And well, then, to be, and to be honest, uh, they mentioned that on the after. They did. That's right. Credit scene I, I thought it while watching it, but it was confirmed. Yeah, yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. And then just the end, the end of the episode when, you know, Jamie and Bran lock eyes, you know. Yeah. That, that was great. It's like, ooh. Uh, so can I say, I know I have like a different favorite character every five minutes, like Bran. No, Lady Bree. No, Arya Stark. Um, my new favorite character at the moment is Bran Stark. He freaking rules. He's just so he emotional. So I love when John like went up to give him a hug and like laid kiss on him and he's just like, never changed face there's these yeah. pictures online where they're they're real i think they're photoshopped <laughs> but of like all the castmates like behind the scenes like you know showing like emotion and it just shows him like still in brand sitting gear. there yeah it's like, like new his, wheelchair yeah in his wheelchair i like with, how he has a wheelchair now his wheelchair rules i like how he was dragged through like hundreds of that miles poor girl like who like, yeah and he just and then he gets there and they're like hey we made you a wheelchair and she's like fuck why didn't i think of that yeah i i don't think she's coming back there's a few characters that you might not see back remember where she, is she she pieced out i, I forget what the reason I think he dismissed her or said, like, you're needed elsewhere. I can't remember. She was minor character. Yeah, I remember she being pissed off about that. Yeah. He was like, because he dismissed her in a sense, like, you're no longer needed. And she was just like, fuck off. Yeah, my brother died for you. You know what I did for you? Yeah. Yeah. And Hodor. uh, Oh, Hodor. There wasn't much action at all. Nope. And that was okay. No, that's fine. Because this was one of their setup episodes. It was a world builder. And I'm wondering if, well, and, and if you look at the, on the next, I don't know if it's on the next episode of, or if it's in the rest of the season of. Yeah, they but they showed a lot of action. Oh yeah, coming up, and so I'm like, oh my god, is that the next episode? Because then it means the next episode, which is tomorrow, as of today we're recording. Yeah, is going to be very action packed. Oh boy, uh, there. I mean, they have to be. Whether it's the next episode or coming, some of the people I've talked to, they're like, oh, it's too slow and this and that. But who's going to remember a slow season premiere by the time the season and yeah. the series? Uh, all together are complete. You won't remember this episode. Well, and this whole thing, we know this whole thing is building up to something absolutely massive, like a huge war between the White Walkers and the living. Right. And so it's okay to start off slow. I mean, that is like... It's symphonic, dude. You don't start crashing and hitting the high notes and the crescendo right away. Yeah, I, dude, I'm, I was fine with this. It, it was slow. And I remember thinking, this was sort of slow and there's no action happening. But I was totally okay with it because I know that What's to come is going to satisfy me. Um, what is Cersei up to? I, I, she's becoming she's such, so creepy. Not even becoming, she already is, but even more so. It's like, oh, and you know, when she made that offer to Bronn, you're like, well, she doesn't actually believe that. She doesn't think that's going to be like the mm-hmm. end of her problems. She's scheming something more, something that's going to come of that. Uh, the show did, even though it lacked action, it did have two of its biggest staples, which I appreciate. 
titties mm-hmm. and, and dragons and dragons <laughs> ample <laughs> amounts of both yeah uh, i wish they put them together i wish she had female uh, dragons there was more dragons than titties which i usually but quality over the quantity other way around but okay i'm fine with it i can't wait for yeah, se- so season to finish we, and, and you know as our podcast continues we will drop in here and there and say hey it's been a few episodes um, but not every time. No, so, we're not a weekly one, like I said at the top. But we'll we'll kind of keep you updated. It matters. And to something us. to consider: the last minute was like, or the last uh, episode was like eighty four minutes, and the next one is like eighty four, eighty seven, or something like that. And then they start to jump up, and they get up to like an hour and a half. Oh yeah, they don't we're, even. They're they're not watching a movie by that care, point. Yeah, they're not caring about like, oh, we need to stick within this certain time. No, no constraints. Um, so it's kind of interesting. We have what seven episodes. Six. Six episodes? So five left. But I mean, dude, when some of them are movie length, that's that's plenty of content. You'll get... You'll get what you want. Yes. Good stuff happening there. This seems like a good time, unless I'm missing something, to talk about video games. Yeah, let's do that. We talked about Star Wars Jedi Fallen... Is there a colon in there? Star Wars Jedi Star colon. Wars Jedi colon fallen order okay the way i understand it anyways can we just call it jedi colon please okay so um we talked a little bit about jedi colon the order in the beginning and we do want to talk about that but i think really i want to kick into kind of the bigger news right now which is we got some leaks i don't want to say they're not even leaks because they came from playstation but we got some information about the playstation 5 as and i'm putting air quotes around that because we don't have an actual title. Right. So, let's talk about what we know about the PlayStation 5. Very little for me. You'll have to kind of walk us through this. Um, I don't know the difference in actuality. I know they're different, but I don't know the difference between um, a hard drive and a solid-state drive. Simply, well, okay. In gaming terms, it's speed and security in a way, okay. like like structural security. So our Xbox so a hard drive ones is, have a hard drive. Imagine internal. a hard a hard drive is like a bunch of discs spinning, and there's a little needle about a length of a hair away from that disc. Okay, sounds like a record player. Like a record player. Yeah, like a record that, baby. That is that is what um, a hard drive is, Follow. and that takes a while to gather data. With a solid state drive, it's I don't want to say it's instant, but it's so much quicker. And that was shown. So, like CD versus tapes, having to like skip a track versus rewind the tape. Yeah. Well, I mean, you are you are using okay. a record player. I was trying to stick with a musical playing device analogy that it, it works. clearly was not established. No, it totally works. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. Medals, please. <laughs> they um, they showed kind of the difference between um, a PS4 and the we'll just call it a PS5 for now in speed by showing just a simple load time of a um, fast travel in Spider Man, the most recent game. Yeah. Cool. And so in, in PlayStation 4, a fast travel from one point to another took 15 seconds. In the PlayStation, still really with the great. PlayStation 5, with the new like top-of-the-line AMD processor with, that they've got in there. With the working hardware. And an SSD, a solid-state drive, it took 0.8 seconds. So it was over 15 Noticeably. times faster. Wow. Now, I'm sure that that was completely optimized for that one display right. or whatever. But still, that is significantly faster. That's saying something. And that also means that certain things like, you know how like, I was playing um, Metro the other day. Yeah. And the textures were popping in and out. 
pretty regularly. And there was one time where the textures just didn't pop in at all. And (laughs) it was weird walking through it. Um, And so that's like a kind of a normal thing with with games. I mean, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, same, same issue. Textures popping in and out. That's the kind of thing that you don't really have to deal with on on something like the PlayStation Five. Well, I don't want to say you don't have to deal with it. You wouldn't expect to find. You wouldn't expect to find it near as much on something as fast as the PS Five. So tell me about this 8K resolution for you know for all us 8K enthusiasts out there. <laughs> for all of our 8K TVs. Yeah, for all your 8K gaming needs. So I mean, they're future proofing it though. So yeah. I can get that. I think it's. I mean, you know these these consoles come out. And it's not like they have to have top-of-the-line technology for, I think this, this will probably come out in 2020. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to have the top-of-the-line technology for 2020. They have to have it for like 2025 through 2028. Yeah. You know what I mean? Carry them into the next. Like they've, yeah, exactly. And that means that they're very expensive to make as well. Wow. So who knows what this box is going to cost. So if you look at just as it is right now, these working parts, because things could change, but they're just saying, hey, as of this as of this draft, here's what we've got, here's what's internal, here's what you can see on the outside. Um, if you're looking at all these parts, that's a cause to think this could cost well, north of 500 bucks easily. It's actually completely standard practice for a company like Sony or Nintendo or uh, Microsoft. Nintendo, not as much, not but so much, definitely yeah. with Microsoft and Sony to lose money for the first few years of a console cycle. Sure. I mean, like Knowing hundreds of dollars per box. And because they know they're making it back and they're, they have to like take that market and then they start making money once the technology gets cheaper. Let's put it this way. If it's plus five, if it's over $500, they're going to have a really hard time selling it. Gotcha. But if it's at $500, it's going to be what kind of people expect. If it's... 499 sounds if, sweeter even. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's like almost... People Almost pay attention to the less. first number. It, no, it's, it's it's weird, but it's totally it true. It is true, yeah. If it happens to be 400 bucks, dude, they are going to kill it. Yeah. Because we don't know what Xbox has, besides I, their stupid little disc. Now, all digital console, which yeah. still, maybe it's just the old school in me, and the way we were brought up on games, but I just something about just having the physical game in your hand and popping it in. Yes, you could scratch it. Yes, it can break. Blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. just having the physical thing is just nice. And be able to swap with a friend, you know. Spit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks. Well, I mean, you and I bought two games together and yeah. swapped when yeah. we were done. We I couldn't mean, do that. You can't do that. I can't exchange codes with you afterwards. And so... Um, Little things like that. The PS5 did say that it's, they're still going to have discs. So, I mean, I'm that's I'm happy something. about that. Yeah. Wonder when we can expect to see this start really making some headway to being publicly accessible. I don't know, 2020? But we're yeah. probably expecting them to show the console and to give more specs and this to be like the next e3 announce the yeah announce the name of it which if it's not ps5 they're being dumb. it would be dumb right it would be like breaking a tradition yeah. i mean if they're gonna be like oh it's the playstation mercury and you're like no what no, no. don't don't do that no um so i'm sure it's gonna be ps5 but i am i'm assuming too. that's gonna come out e3 or something like that makes the most sense uh and then so we were talking about star wars jedi yeah. fallen order i really want to play that game because of if you take EA at their face value, they say, and they've said this on their Twitter, and there's lots of memes now mocking it, um, that they're it, it's singularly focused on the campaign. Right. Because let's face it, Battlefront 2, that campaign wasn't what people wanted. Not at all. It, it wasn't. Not at all. No. I haven't had a strong this generation campaign from Star Wars. I can't remember the last time I had a really strong Star Wars campaign in video games. 
Like I have to harken well, back the force, to like, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. No, Force Unleashed. Thank you. Yeah, Force Awakens was a, that's a about decent as story based. Yeah, story story based story. game. <laughs> story based story. I was about to say that. I mean, but really, Knights of the Old Republic is like the last time we had like a good, yeah, a good story for Star and then, Wars. As, that as I, can I think, think about it, like whether it's shooter, whether it's third person, whether it's RPG ish elements, they're they're kind of few and far between. For me, absolutely. I think about like Shadows of the Empire on the N sixty four. I love that game. Uh, this doesn't have to be that, but if it's something like it, as far as just like the playability and the impact, it's going to be awesome. Um, we're expecting it this year, are we not? I don't know. Actually, it would make totally... sense that it ties in with everything because Disney knows what they're doing. Even though you know this is yeah. EA's thing, you know it's all under the umbrella. You know, with the show coming out in November, the movie coming out in December, you know, you want to start spamming public consciousness and putting out titles and whatnot. So I wouldn't be surprised when it releases. Believe it or not, we actually just did a little pop-up research here. We have technology connected to this worldwide set of information on the internet. Yeah, it might be December 19th. No. December 29th. 2000. Damn it, I can't even say it. 2019. Yeah. So who knows? Stay tuned. I'm sure they'll confirm or deny or... You know, set something in stone as it gets closer. And it could get pushed back. Yeah, and I, I really December like... December 19th is late in the year. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I really like the trailer. Uh, I hope that the yeah. the play follows the trailer accurately. Because, you know, we've seen trailers and we're like, okay, cool. So where's the game that actually was promised as of the trailer? Well, that's the thing is we saw no actual gameplay. No, and that's fine. But if it well, plays like the trailer, you know, if it follows... The if it's story driven like the trailers yes, that's makes what I'm it to seem say. to be. Yeah, yes. I'm not saying the actual in game like button mash and whatnot. I hope it's not a button mash. I want it to be a little more strategic. Yeah, I mean But it's a lightsaber after all, which is a laser sword, so Right. But and you know, it's not abnormal for like look at something like The Last of Us. Like look at those trailers. Yeah. Completely cinematic, has nothing to do with what the you game play, play you actually play, yeah. And so it's not surprising that this is what they come out with. But the how they, about the tone? I want it to follow the tone that's set in this trailer. Yeah, I agree. Through I agree. the gameplay. I and I totally agree because I am Really looking for a good quality Star Wars story. So that who's I can play this guy? Through. We don't know who this guy is. is he, was he a Padawan that escaped? Is what he an actual he was the guy? What if he was the kid with the broom? Oh, I don't know if that's you know what I'm talking. No, that about. wouldn't work in this Time, timeline. Timeline that wouldn't no. work because this is after Order sixty six. Nah, and it's not safe to be a Jedi. Okay, so I think that's true. That's what I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I, I mean that that came out in the the in Jedi the Temple's burning. You know, the it's disbanded. There's only f- a and few. He's trying to hide it because he's starting to realize he's got the Force. Yeah, and so it's not he's safe trying to be a to Jedi. Hide it. He's gonna run to situations where there's conflicts of interest. Like I need to do what's right, but it's gonna cost right. me my ass. You know, I can't. But out if myself. I come out as a yeah, yeah. So interesting premise. I hope. The other thing, sorry, I made this point originally and I never paid it off. The other thing EA has gone on record as saying, there will be no microtransactions, which would be such a deviation from how they've treated the last few Star Wars titles. And it's funny because then people will post memes like, I sense something, like, you know, like yeah. they're up to something. Yeah. Being out front. But, you know, if they've listened to people, they'll hold to, true to that. So that could be cool. Well, and if they make a good enough story game that doesn't need microtransactions, they'll have DLC. You can if you can have a twenty dollar DLC, and that's more than most people will spend on microtransactions. Yeah. So, and and we're okay with DLC because we, if we liked this original game and the story, we are willing to pay the extra. Yeah, it yeah. just if it's better than the story that they attached to Battlefront Two, great. How much better? A lot better. It would yeah. need to be, but. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think about like you know there's Zelda, and I think about um, I'm thinking about Breath of the Wild, and I'm thinking about Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn, and they were story driven games. Granted, they're both open world, but they were story driven games, and they came out with DLC, 
and they sold very well. Yeah. And they, they didn't need microtransactions. And so as long as you have good gameplay mixed with a good story, you will get your will extra 20 itself. to 30 bucks yes. in each player. It's not like someone's like, oh, I can't wait for the DLC because the game was so bad, so I'm hoping. No, it's like, because the game was so good, I want to yeah. give it the benefit of the doubt, you know? Yep. Um, I think that's a we covered a lot of ground. I'm proud of us. And we mm-hmm. did so in entertaining fashion. Well. We tried to do so in entertaining that's, fashion. That's accurate. Yeah. Um, anything else, we'll have to just get to it next time. We're going to close down with our two... I won't want to say favorites, but it's two of my favorite staples of what we do. I like it. Yeah. First is a shadow of the synopsis, which That's is me Brandon's this week. turn to You're read You're going to love it, by the synopsis. way. And then I'm going to give you an awesome quote in geek history. We should get drunk one time and do a shadow of the schnapsis. Synopsis. We should drink schnapps. Uh, would you actually allow me stall, talk to people, or just hit pause on the thing? Okay. I got to go get it because it's on my phone. Okay. So give me one second. Stay tuned. Okay, Brandon. You and our at-home audience is going to play this week shout out the synopsis if this stupid thing will load there it goes on my phone hey uh i just want to let you know it's still sticking to the convention however this one is a little different okay okay so just keep that in mind keep that in mind teams like the red jaguars silver snakes and green monkeys must brave many obstacles and listen to the guidance of olmec an ancient mayan spiritual head an advisor who is fixed to a stone gate to advance to what is ultimately the final stage. Action, adventure, knowledge, puzzles, quick wit, and reflexes will get you to the ultimate destination, where you will try not to get caught by ancient guards in the pursuit of the ultimate Mayan artifact. So based on that synopsis, give it a second. Mm -hmm. Let our listeners think about it. Do you know what it is? I do. Okay, hit them. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, I just thought, even though game show is not conventional TV, it's still TV. Have we not done that before? I don't. Th- I really. I was trying to okay. think about it, like. I know we've talked about it at some point. Yeah. But. And I really. That was like one of my favorite shows. That, I remember. And, um, remember the game where you got to be in the video games? You would play video games to go be in the video game at the final stage? Is like Nick Arcade or no, something I like don't. that? Oh, that game was awesome. What was it that Olmec always said? The choices are yours and yours alone. Cool. Cool. Is right. your awesome quote in geek history as good as that? So I've been thinking a lot about the latest God of War game. And I've just been thinking about the story and everything in it. And I know I need to go back and play that sometime soon. But because my mind has been just on that game lately, I'm choosing a quote from the latest God of War. You've had to kill people before, haven't you? You're used to it. We do what we must to survive. Animals I get. They're food. Draugr, they're supposed to be dead. But people, they're trying to survive too. Close your heart to it. On our journey, we will be attacked by all manner of creature. Close your heart to their desperation. Close your heart to their suffering. Do not allow yourself to feel for them. They will not feel for you. So those who have played this game and know the ending recognize that this game has been building up to a certain point. vital lines like that, but no better exemplified... Yeah, and how that feeds into the end. That Kratos has been teaching Atreus how to survive and and how to get through all of the tribulations of this game. And really what he's been doing is he's been leading up to this kind of... He's been creating the ending. I, I don't know how else to say it, but yeah, the I feel twist you. at that, the that's, end. That's as yeah. much as you can say without yep. really just saying, oh, by the way, he's Richard Gere. Right. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you, damn it. You Sorry. It. Sorry, my bad. Well, Olmec told me to. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, we're done. We are out of here. But first, hey, will you follow us and give us a, a like uh, and stuff like that and email us? Okay, uh, follow us at, on Twitter, at Random <laughs> You're fandom. not good at this. No, I'm not, but I'm trying. Uh, I want to be a At Random Fandom WBB. WBB. Yeah, oh, said it in synchronicity. Yeah, that was good. And then we can try, let's try our email it. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Random, random fandom cast at gmail.com oh, and then also if you want to go back whether it's the current stuff that doesn't make sense if you want to go back and listen to anything we did currently <laughs> god damn it if you want to go back and listen to anything we've done please rate and review it does really help build i was actually just combing through some of our previous listens people go back and listen it's worth nice. mentioning that their archive is live and active so uh you don't always have to be right on our current stuff but we appreciate whenever you we can appreciate listen if you are and Reviews, rates, stars, they do help build us. So thank you if you do that. Oh, and thanks for being a fan of our fandom. (laughs) Stay geeky. Bye.